This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Hello. That's Hello. what I say to, that's how I do to Ruby. Hey. Like that. Hi. So now you Hi. all know. It's all about the because it gets her excited. Like she's like, Yes. What? Oh, that little baby girl. <laughs> so Hi, babes. Hello. We are excited to see you and we're hope you're excited to hear us. Yes. With your ear holes. Ew. (laughs) Definitely not your buttholes. Hopefully. (laughs) Ear holes. You never know. Buttholes could hear too. They can? No. (laughs) Oh. Fuck. You tricked me. It's all in the no, never mind. Rear. I'm not going it's there. all in the rear. How you do it? It's, it's all, all in the rear. Motion of the ocean. Yes, commotion and lotion. <laughs> oh, there's a commotion that needs lotion. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> in this book, there is. Sheesh. Oh, for them. Oh, Whoa. Omg, I have some thoughts. Sheesh. Anyway, what's new with you? Nothing. I've done like no reading i've been in a little reading slump you could but you're say. busy bee you're like camping you're camping you're camping i know girls I out didn't, on adventures I did, I did read while i was camping which was nice i'm making progress on my boundary book and then that other one of us is dead book like i'm making progress i'm just mm-hmm. not finishing pages i'm just not finishing books you know i was like that for the first part of the year too i understand i hear you yeah. well that's good yeah I'll get back. I'm sure I'll read some. And oh. like the last, the camping trip we went on last weekend was with friends we hadn't seen in a long time. So it was a lot of like, well, the Catching next one is too, but it was, it was a short time and it was a lot of like activities together. Whereas I think that this one that we're going to this, it's a bit longer. Weekend, yeah. Yeah. So I'll have more time, like downtime to actually like read. And mm-hmm. sometimes when you're hanging with friends, you just feel rude being like, I'm just gonna, is you it don't mind if I, I go read? It's not like when we hang out and we can literally yeah. just be like, oh, hey, let's read just together. read for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just read yeah, together. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if people don't read, they don't get it. They're like, oh. They just okay. don't get it. They and then don't. they start talking to you in the silence. Yeah. And you're like, excuse me, I'm on in the middle of a page. Hello. Can you not see that I'm reading, bitch? You should just put <laughs> headphones in and read. <laughs> so people i'd need to bring yeah. like over the yeah over yeah the... you like get it yeah you can borrow these if you need and uh and like maybe just like a tape that i can go into <laughs> or just go into your hammock and like fully cocoon up. oh yeah i had my hammock set up on the weekend it's i'm bringing it again it's so hell good. yeah 
anyway, what have you been reading, watching, doing, seeing? Oh my gosh, smelling. I've, I've consumed a lot. I feel like at my yes. Okay, so I watched on Crave the Billionaire Murders, which is interesting. Oh, is that new? There's a docu-series, yes, based Ooh, on the book. Didn't know about mm-hmm. that. I'm going to write it down right now. Write that down. You'll mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I listened to a podcast called Why Can't We Talk About Amanda's Mom, which is also interesting. Who put that out? ID. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why can't we? Um, Because Amanda's mom is a sex worker and they botched the investigation of her murder sounds about right Mm -hmm. yep 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 okay cool yes and then i've got new books that i'm reading too what yeah okay i'm listening to monday's not coming by tiffany d jackson so the same people who wrote or same woman who wrote the hate you give so oh is this a new one i don't know if it's new or not but i haven't heard of it I think it's called Monday's Not Coming. I wouldn't be able to tell you because literally my Goodreads is literally still down. It's still not working. Monday's, mm-hmm. I can look it up. Mine's and mine's it's like a red cover? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm seeing it here. Ooh, want to read. Nope, was out in 2018. Okay, cool. There you go. <laughs> We're late to the party. Late to the party, but I loved her. I hate the hate you give and um, yes. Concrete Rose. Concrete so. Rose, yeah, yeah. It's good so far. Uh, obviously, another interesting perspective on race and everything like that, which is mm-hmm. very eye-opening. Um, and then I'm reading physical, not a physical book, but on my e-reader, I'm reading uh, Suicide Notes from Beautiful Girls. So, mm-hmm. how is that one? It's obviously been on my radar for a while. It's good. It's like a mystery. Like people oh. think that somebody died by suicide but now they're thinking like then her friends are like investigating it kind of like um good girl guide to murder how they're like this wasn't a murder or this wasn't a suicide it was a murder kind of thing murder so far so far yeah interesting okay 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 those Um, are my new updates (laughs) you have killed it this week while you were talking i forgot that i did have one little thing that i watched on Netflix. Mm. Have you seen the documentary called Take Care of Maya? Mm-mm. Oh, man, it's seriously fucked. It's well, like... I like it probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like, I think it was like an hour and a half. Like it was like a just a one, one and, one done, and kind done thing. But it's about a girl who's like really, really sick. She's got this like, like a young girl. She's got this like weird disease. And her mom is like a super mom and is just not like the doctors are like well you can't really do anything or you have to do this so she keeps going and going and she finds a specialist who treats it in a different way um than what you know whatever i guess like typical american medicine would use and it works for her daughter and then her daughter ends up having like an episode where she needs to go to the hospital and that doctor flags them for child abuse and then the whole fallout from that and it is super fucked and i was really angry after i watched it e e healthcare systems fucked oh my god yeah jeez louise but yes it was very interesting the healthcare system in the states too because like political and everything yeah 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 yeah. 
yeah anyway it was really good it was one of those ones where you're like watching it and then like a twist or like something happens and you're like wow this isn't even halfway done like this seems like they're gonna wrap up and then they like wrap it up and then it keeps getting twistier and you're like what oh shoot well when i'm i've got like half an hour left of the billionaire murders i'm gonna watch that next that one's about barry and honey, honey sherman yeah they still don't know mm-hmm. who did it right they have suspicions, but that no justice. Right. Yes. That yeah. ain't right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you guys want to listen or watch some fucked up shit, it sounds like Chantal's got some recos for you. I've got some recos. Decapitation. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the decapitation? Why Is can't that we talk about Amanda's? No. Amanda's oh, mom. no. Yeah. yeah. Don't like it's decap. Pretty interesting, though. um we have a handful of new babes literally there's five there's five of them a handful okay hello what are their names no noni courtney lydia camille and bailey which i think our babe rachel invited in was like hey you need to walk like listen to these gals oh my gosh well welcome (laughs) i'm glad you're here uh if you have pets, send us pics. Like, just post some pics. Start, start yeah. a combo. Literally, mm-hmm. say whatever you want. Do whatever you want. We don't True. care. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to moderate any of that shit. Free speech, baby. Except for just, if you're going to be, like, racist or homophobic. Don't be or hateful, just, like, yes. Par- person that sucks. But then I will yeah. monitor you, and you will yeah. be gone. You will got to go. Do you, you want to announce our next book? But mm-hmm. we did it a little different this um, month, which I thought was really fun. So we decided on which genre we would want to read. And then within each genre, there were four books to choose from. So we had a cute reader, a thriller, and thriller fucking one. It's at 72%, so like thriller oh, yeah. one for sure, Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm really excited about. And Summer was like, I want to read them all. And I was like, we can like, this is an amazing list that we can now start picking from, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, And so then we got some good thrillers. And if we were to read a cute book, it would be Lessons in Chemistry. But we ain't. So. So don't read that one unless you want to. I'm sorry. I think we can call it. I think we can call it. The okay. Quiet Tenant is our July book um, at Ooh. 41%, which is Ooh. in the lead faux show. Mm-hmm far and a half ashley recommended that one of course and it sounds so good i'm ready for it i'm ready sounds creepy good yes a Mm -hmm. twisted thriller i'm just so ready because we've done like i mean angeline's book was amazing but like this love book was kind of like tell us how you really feel about it um when i was putting together the short list for these books for the poll any book that was a romance i just immediately got rid of i'm like we're not reading another room (laughs) sorry not right now bye you can recommend them but they ain't coming sorry sorry about it so should we talk about the end of this book then a hundo p we should 100 p okay Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. 
it's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. I am starting this week. And I love it. We are finishing the rest of this book, which is called Meet Me at the Lake by Courtney Fortune. Nope. Nope. Oh, Meet Me at the Lake mm-hmm. by Carly. Carly Fortune. My bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You were real close. Well, I think I got the OU of Fortune or O's and Fortune into mm-hmm. Cor- Anyways, mm-hmm. yes. anyway. Mm-hmm. I hear All you. right. So we're starting on chapter 22, which is the then time still. Um. By the way, when your chapter switched to now, I almost texted you to be like, say what? I know. I was like double taking, like, excuse me? <laughs> I had to read it like, this isn't mine? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I know. I, I did do the same thing. I like went back and was like, okay, no, I'm on. This is an even chapter. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> we did. She just switched it up on us. Will is already awake and he's probably like creeping on her or whatever. Um, Fern just like offers watching her to- sleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently. Hmm, look at your <laughs> look at the drool coming out of your mouth. Hmm. Um, Fern offers to make coffee because she just can't before coffee, right? Oh. Um, he's like, sorry, got a jet. It's almost ten. Lazy bones. Um, which I like sleeping until ten on the weekends sometimes. But anyways, I'm um, sleeping as long as I can get. Oh shoot! Look at I would go. sleep until eleven or twelve if I could. I just can't. No, I feel like eleven or twelve. The day's wasted. Ten. It's true. When I you can, wake up at like salvage. twelve, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like ten. Ten's a good one. Ten's a good. Even nine thirty. Like oh, when you shoot. wake up at nine thirty and you're like, "Fuck it!" Normally, I'd be working for thirty minutes already. I yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> um will's like got a jet it's almost 10 gotta go meet my sister for brekkie and then i've got to literally jet to vancouver right after that oh yeah um so then everybody's just like okay so right so um okay bye i guess (laughs) Will's like here is your drawing and also I had this idea um I'll be back next June and we should check in on each other which piques Fern's interest um he says like you know to see where our plans are you know see how things are replanning um and we should meet at the Brookbanks Resort on June 14th at 3 p.m. Um, and this is then written at the bottom of each page uh, in his um, book, yeah, sketchbook. That's the word. Um, and he's like, so is that a yes? Or And Fern tells him to meet her at the dock. 
um he she asks for like you know a number or some way to stay in touch or something while he's gone and she wants to send him a west coast vibes cd and he's like i'm sorry no um i think it would be best if we didn't stay in touch because well you didn't tell me about jamie so and it would probably be in a props which is actually a very mature thing for will Mm -hmm. to say true very true but when you're 20 that would be fucking like Mm -hmm. rejection Mm -hmm. station yes 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 he says that at first it didn't really matter. Sorry, Fern explains that at first she truly didn't think that it mattered that she had a boyfriend, but at the day progressed, she wanted to pretend that the rest of the world didn't exist, and that included Jamie. Um, he explains that it's he thinks that it's a bad idea to continue whatever this is, anyways. Um, and then they're both just like, "Hey," or sorry, Fern's just like, "Hey, well, bye then." Here's the door. Um, and as he leaves, she realizes that it's more than just a physical attraction. Um, it's much worse um, and that she'll miss him. Um, and then as he's leaving, he says, you and me one year from now, don't let me f- down Fern and walked out of her life. Um, I just have a quick journal entry from Maggie, which is August 21st, 1990. And that's Justin's B day. (gasps) Peter is not in the kitchen. He's taken the day off, which Maggie automatically thinks that he's upset with her and he's like pieced out or something, which fair enough. Considering last time she told somebody she was pregnant, they pieced off. True, true um he then returns and takes maggie to the library and shows her a bunch of prenatal pamphlets oh and that he talked to his doctor he made a doctor's appointment with his doctor and talked about how if it was okay to travel while she was pregnant and about ultrasounds and trimesters and all of this stuff and essentially what he is trying to say is to not cancel her trip to Europe and that she will not be alone, that she'll have him and her parents and the whole resort, including the roses. <laughs> I oh. can't. I can't. Peter, I'm living for Peter plus Maggie. Mm-hmm. Peter I'm plus Maggie forever. Yeah. I know, me too. <laughs> Chapter 23. Well, let's do this. Jamie sends Fern home in the late afternoon, and when she steps outside, she's realized it's rained. And I wrote down this quote because I was like, this is the smell of Muskoka after it's rained, which was followed by the faint smell of rain on rocks somewhere in the distance. Tell me you don't know that Mm. smell immediately. I know it. 100%. In your your nose Mm. holes. Mm -hmm. Mm. So nice. And we've been getting some rain lately, so we've been smelling it. She is thinking about Peter and her mom and the words that were unspoken, but knows that she can be brave. She can tell Will how she feels. She texts him and tells him to come over whenever. And then she visits the dress closet, which is holding a lot of memories for her because these are all of the outfits that her mom would have worn for past events and past things. She can look at them all and know when it all happened. 
And she finally finds a dress that is perfect for her, but it's at the back of the closet. And she decides that she wants to be wearing this dress that she's got on. I think it's bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, when mm-hmm. she tells Will how she feels. So she's going to tell him at the dance tomorrow. Whoop, whoop. I'm like, finally, fucking finally, let's do this. Communicate. So as she grabs her mom's diary to read the last entry, Will shows up. They do it. Classic. It's very detailed. So if you want some spice, hop on in. As they sit down to eat, a crack of thunder arrives in the distance. And I was like, ah, thunder, summer thunderstorms. Although I'm a little bit over thunder, summer thunderstorms right now because we've been getting lately. <laughs> Literally every day. Yes. Uh, They go to bed and Fern can't sleep. She grabs her mom's diary and she reads the final entry. And the final entry is this. September 8th, 1990. That is one day before my B-Day. So Maggie, in her journal, she's writing that she is going to Europe. That Peter came over after she told her mom and dad and convinced them to let her travel. So fucking cute. Um, she's almost out of her first trim- trimester and she's going to Europe for six weeks. I guess it was originally supposed to be like a year and a bit and her partner, her like traveling buddy was kind of sad, but six weeks it will do. Peter hasn't mentioned what he wanted to tell her before she told him that she was pregnant, but she wish- wishes that he would. She thinks the way she feels about him means something. And I'm like, no, no <laughs> if only like yeah. peter had have read these diaries you know yes. what i mean like right yeah. when she's feeling down she talks to her quote sweet little pea which is what she's calling the baby in her tummy and she tells her all about how she'll never be alone quote i told her i can't wait to meet her but that i don't need to meet her to know i will never love another person as much as i love my daughter end quote that's cute Clearly, this stirs something in Fern, and she starts to sob in bed, and she wakes Will up. She tells him that her mother loved her so much, but that she never knew how much Fern loved her back. Will says that she knew, and then he tells her that he told her mom that he met Fern. What? Uh, Then he says he told... I told her how we met. I told her how much she, I told her how much you loved it here. And then I had to see it myself. So she knows. He says, we spoke on the phone shortly before the accident. She said, I had no idea how happy that made her. That he, Will had told Maggie how much Fern loved being in Muskoka. At this point, Fern thinks about how she loves Will. And when she wakes up, he's on and then i don't know what's about to happen in your chapter but i've got some like cry face emojis happening (laughs) i can't remember but then times but only nine years ago so it's been one year since their day of life apparently love Mm -hmm. they're at the or fern is at the resort and she's just like super like brb i'm just meeting a friend at the dock no big deal like don't come looking for me essentially 
Um, she is reflecting about what has happened since Will has left. Um, she realizes that she needs to be honest with her herself, her mom, her friends. Um, and I just wrote this quote down that was, I kind of felt, um, kind of drawn to, Mm -hmm. um, it was, I was letting life happen to me, which I felt like that was me in my twenties. Like I just Mm -hmm. let whatever was quote unquote supposed to happen, happen. Mm -hmm. But Um, it did set you up for pretty good success in your thirties. I will say that. True. I do. I don't hate my twenties, but I don't love thinking about it. I understand. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. I understand. Um, okay. So then on that Sunday when it was her mom and hers time to call and chat, she explained to her mom, which obviously threw her mother way off guard. She was like, uh, what? Excuse me. I have you literally scheduled for all of January. I've got a new uniform coming. The roses are throwing you a welcome back party and graduation party. And I bought this fancy coffee and I have no idea what to do with it blah 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 essentially like it was supposed to be me and you I thought that this was gonna happen and which would make me be like oh ow if your mom like or any parent or somebody you held in high regard was like I thought it was gonna be me and you what do you mean but she knew that that was gonna happen though too which is why it was so difficult to like say it right yes yes exactly which i can i would understand i feel like i would be very antsy with like on fern's side of things uh i'm trying to think what i would do like i feel like if my dad said something like that to me i would just fucking do it because like my dad would never you know what i mean like Mm. when he asks me to do something he never ever ever asks me to do something so when he does i'm like okay i know this is important to him i must do this I will mm-hmm. do it. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yes, there's so- certain people who mm-hmm. you would mm-hmm. never question on mm-hmm. their like, but what mm-hmm. do you mean? Sorry, I'm misunderstanding mm-hmm. on this or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like if my mom had have done that to me, it would have been expected and I would have been right. like, okay, well, you can't have everything you want. So it is that like weird. <laughs> yes. Catch 22. Like yeah, who yeah, is? Yeah. 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 It depends on who it is. Depends Essentially, on her mom is very upset, caught off guard and is like, okay, bye. I'm not paying you to figure your life out. Good luck. Yeah, that uh, part was annoying because I was like, Fern, did you actually fucking think she was going to bankroll this for you? Like, true. True. Dummy, it's time for you course. to be on your own. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Um, now it's time to tell Wit and Jamie about her plans. Um, but all she really wants to do is talk to Will, of course. Um, she confirms that she never did try to contact him, though she did the first time she got high after he left, Googled him, saw his like private Facebook and all of that stuff and has resisted the past 12 months. Um, she's been desperate of him for him over the last 12 months, imagining what their day would have been like if maybe they were both single at the time. She is like thinking about all the things she's going to tell him because obviously it's been um, her year of being single in Toronto, all of the things that are happening. Um, she's like proud of herself and she wants exactly. to like show it off to someone who exactly. helps her realize that she could be that. Exactly. That's exactly it. 
Um, obviously she didn't go to Banff with Jamie as they were planning. Um, but one day Jamie came and to break up with her in July before he left to go to Banff, which she saw coming, but she was still hurt by, of course. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, when she told Wit, Fern knew that she hurt her as well, and she's struggling with that, but she's been pretty lonely in the city. It doesn't sound like she's gone to try and make any friends. It doesn't sound like she really, like, jives with her work people outside mm-hmm. of work, mm-hmm. um, and it's made her wonder if she's made the right choice to stay in the city. Um, she's as the time ticks on, she's surprised that Will is late at this time and there's no sign of him. She's in her green bathing suit waiting at the dock as a like ode to Emily Carr and his story about that in her green bathing suit. She's got her straw bag with supplies. I didn't think this was important, but it is. So that's why I'm giving these details. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ended up waiting for hours until the sun went down eventually her mom comes by and there's really no explanation needed for mom and she just says tell me about him um she's surprised that her mom even wants to know since there's been such distance between them since she's decided to stay in toronto um and she encourages fern though to start with his name and she Fern then explains that Will or somebody was supposed to meet her there at the resort and she thought it could be serious and she even made him a CD which then her mom knows that it's yeah really serious Um, and she just responds with it's his loss he has no idea what he is missing it's pretty cute yeah yeah it It seems kind of like a little like I was not lost. Their relationship yes. still matters. Yes, there's been a little bit of amends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, stick with me because chapter 25 is a big boy. She's it's a big, big boy. Okay, so Fern thinks that Will must have had an early meeting, but when she goes to cabin 20, no one is there. I'm fucking pissed, by the way, when me all too. this is going down. I'm like, me there's too. no way. There's no way. Again? There's no way. Seriously? Come yeah, on. I'm just like, there's no way. Like, mm-hmm. who's the dumb one here? I couldn't figure it out. I was pissed. Okay. So she's like, oh, maybe he went for an early run. So she texts him, where did you go? But he doesn't respond. You've been in this situation? Well, Crickets. every day for you. But like when you text someone something and you never get a response Crickets. and you're just like waiting and waiting and checking your phone, you're like, okay. Literally every day. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Boy, he's got to work. He's got a. He's got a. He's work, a working boy. life balance, right? Yes. So she goes to her office, but everything is a blur. Jamie asks her if she's sick, and she says she's hungover. Although she's not, she just doesn't mm-hmm. want to admit to Jamie what's going on. And he reminded her that it's a big day. It's the dance. She's like, oh fuck, she totally forgot. So all throughout the day, she calls and texts Will. She leaves him two voicemails, but he doesn't respond. So she's like. OMG, something must be seriously wrong. On her way into the dining hall, she bumps into Mrs. Rose, who tells her that she's scabbling, which is very funny. And I that like I want to be that person who's like, why are you scabbling? Because <laughs> it's it's not necessarily rude. It's just telling Turn the that truth, frown right? upside down. Yeah. 
So when Mrs. Rose tells her that, she realized that she is actually scowling. So she tries to paint on a face. And as she opens the door, she ends up audibly gasping because Jamie has outdone himself in the dining hall for the dance. Every single thing is pink. There are so many twinkle lights in the rafters, which sounds stunning. And it all just sounds absolutely, the flowers are pink, the tables are pink, everything is pink. It's just beautiful. So Jamie ends up asking her if she likes it, and she said that's incredible, and she may have outdone, and he may have outdone her mom. Turns out Jamie's even hired a band, and that band does dirty dancing covers. (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) So for a moment, she forgets Will, and she feels very much at home at the resort. The night is incredible, but why hasn't Will showed up? Where's Fern Will? aches for the comfort of her mom. She just wishes her mom was there to, like, talk her through it. I hate that. But, yeah, where the uh, fuck is Will? I'd feel, like, so egg on my face, like, being like, hey, like, see, like, Whitney knowing about fucking Will, the roses, fucking everybody. And, yeah, and, and he's then he just, just not there. Yeah. No show? Hello? Totally. 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 Where in where where is Wildo? Where is Wildo? Wildo, where is Wildo? <laughs> That's actually a good nickname for him because he is kind of acting like a dildo right now. Okay, so <laughs> she decides that she's gonna go home and call Will again when Peter asks to dance with her. He tells her she reminds him so much of Maggie and that the dress she is wearing is from Canada Day 1992. And the fact that Peter even knows that is just, like, so cute. Peter. Peter. Peter deserves better. Yeah. So he tells her that her mom always said, quote, you had my soft heart and her strong head. She ends up asking him if it would have been easier if they'd just gotten married. And he says it wasn't marriage he wanted and that they were always friends. And that was what he wanted. I know. I know. Peter is everything. We don't deserve Peter. We don't deserve him. We don't. Honestly, he's kind of like the redeem, the redeeming character, like all throughout Mm -hmm. the book. You know what I mean? You're like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't know about any of these characters, but at least we got Peter and Mrs. Rose. Um, Fern rushes out and she's like, I just got, she got a little gut feeling. So she checks something on the front desk's computer. And that's when she's like, oh, fuck. And I was like, what did she do? Did you know what she did at that point? Oh, I had an inkling that she was checking the wrecks. I didn't. I had no idea. Looking for receipts. So Whitney chases Fern before she leaves the building and asks her what's up. Fern fills her in on what's going on and then tells her that Will checked out this morning and I wrote a big old WTF. Well, that's literally the uncoolest of uncools. Fool me once, you know, fool me once, Mm -hmm. fool me twice. Fuck you. So clearly. (laughs) That was fucking funny. Sorry, (laughs) I love that. Fool me once, fool me twice, fuck you. (laughs) Exactly. So she's literally so pissed, obviously, and she calls Will. And I love this because this is what I think she should have done from the beginning because I'm not afraid to be this fucking person. If you're going to ignore me and there isn't a reason, I will call you 50 times in a row. I've done that to Marty. I will do it until you fucking pick up. And it and it gets to the point where you have to pick up because you know I'm not going to stop. 
So she mm-hmm. ends up calling him over and over. She won't let him ignore her. And he finally answers. So she's like, he's not ignoring me. And then this is the quote that I was like, fuck yes, Fern. Quote, my mom got an 18 word no when she was abandoned by Eric. I want more. Yes, girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Finally, who answers? But will go. He tells her that now is not a good time. And she tells him that's not an option right now and demands to know what's going on. He tells her that he's at the hospital right now and that Sophia is sick. She's like, Fern pretty much just goes into like, as you do about someone you love, like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll be right there. What do you want? Can I bring you food? Have you eaten? Do you need anything? Like, she's Mm -hmm. like already ready to pack. And Will says to her, I don't want your help. I'm sorry, but you and I, it was a mistake. We were a mistake. It's my fault. I should have known that from the beginning. Fuck. You need fucking, you got sister issues. You got mommy issues. You got fucking, no, no. Literally wanted to stop reading this book at that point. Like, I was like, Mm -hmm. this cannot be happening. Like, Mm -hmm. this cannot be it. If this is how this Mm -hmm. book fucking ends, like. I thought it was going to be like a switcheroo, Jamie at the last minute. I did too when this was happening. And because he did that thing with the dance, I was like, is it? I thought Mm -hmm. that too that's funny Mm -hmm. so she tells him she doesn't believe him and then also tells him the big old I love you and she says she thinks he loves her too and Will says quote it's time we both stop living in a fantasy and move on with our lives and he hangs up the phone because clearly that's what you should say to someone who just told you that they love you right and Fern's been worrying about that whole summer vibe thing yes yeah like essentially her greatest fears just came true (laughs) yeah cool cool thanks so what does she do something that I love she grabs a pack of matches and she heads on over to cabin 20 and at first I was like oh no girl you can't don't make an insurance claim right now you just got the fucking resort like lay low but she ends up grabbing all of his suits and all of his shit out of the closet because apparently he left without fucking packing or cleaning um and she goes downstairs and as she's going downstairs because she's like i'm gonna burn all his shit fuck you you're fucking thousand dollar suit goodbye she notices that there's paper all over the floor and as she looks closer at them she realizes that there are drawings of her and she's like oh how interesting and then she finds his sketchbook and she starts looking through it and she's like Maybe I should feel a little guilty about this. Like, it's like reading a journal. And then she was like, actually, fuck him. He doesn't deserve that. True. True. Right? So she starts. I made it this far. It. I was going to about burn his all of his shit. So might yeah. as well. So I may as well just look at his sketchbook. Like, whatever. I hated this. And then she sees a sketch of Fern herself with her hat, the hat, the beach hat on her head. And the bag, the beach bag, sitting beside her on the dock. She sobs as she can hear the band playing. I've had the time of my life. And I owe it all to you. I just love that moment. I'm like, that's pretty cheesy, but honestly, great. Yes. (laughs) Lip. What? Flipper. Flipper. Like, how would he know that? He wouldn't know mm-hmm. that unless he was there. She's never told him, I was wearing a hat and had a bag on the yeah. dock. Like, 
Exactly. We would have known about it if she did, because the first time they talked was literally at the first chapter of this book. So in 10 years. Mm-hmm. 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 Here's looking at you, Wildo. Here's Will looking though. at you. So Fern is in her in Toronto packing up her apartment and now? she still has yes 26 chapter 26 yeah. is that a now chapter yes a now no. oh yeah not sorry i well, now i'm in the present holy shit <laughs> it's like a fucking time travel fuck you did the time okay. warp i did the time warp. okay I, no 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 um okay so she's <laughs> in okay what is going on as caitlin would say whose house is this <laughs> um She's in Toronto packing up her apartment. She has not heard from Will, and it's been one week. Road. After what she had discovered, aka the drawing, um, she's asked um, Will to go through Jamie for the rest of the consultancy work. Um, P.S. Don't talk to me ever again. Um, though now she feels like she's missing him, and now more than ever like worse than before the before times the then times Mm -hmm. um the moving people are there she's left a picture on the wall and she's they're like um do you want this picture or not and she it's the picture a portrait of her that will did and she says that maybe she's undecided um later on somebody is at the door it's a fancy woman so she's thinking it's for somebody else in her apartment building but she does ask for fern and we find out it's annabelle and she's all like can i talk to you for a minute can i have your number the back of your head is ridiculous sorry (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that's what she says but i wish she did no 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 but one of the first things she says to her is, you don't really look like you're his type, which, wow, thanks. Fern is wondering why, um, or wondering why she is here and how she found her, which, yeah, hello, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. Um, turns out that Annabelle Googled Fern and then her boss told me or told her where she lives, which, cool, Philippe. Philippe. Thanks. What? Thanks. Philop. Um. Yeah, he's a flop. That was bad. That was really bad. He's a flop. Philippe the flop. <laughs> she asks. Uh, Fern asks if Sophia is okay. We find out that she had meningitis and it was really bad, and that she'll be okay though. Um, she also wants to apologize to her friend aka the angry one that called will yesterday and chewed him out about his behavior which i love Love. Love. i'd do that for you i'd do that for you even though it's like oh not my character i would do that for you you do that for me i do that for you too but only if i had your permission i same would never want to like Yes, I wouldn't, Overset. and I don't think that Whitney did have her permission. No, at all. no, no. I would never no do that. Though. No, like, no, 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 no. Because that just feels I'd go like... to I'd go to bat for you any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go bat for you too. Whatever oh, you need, shoot. I'll do oh, it. Shoot. I'll pretend I'm the police if you need. This is Constable Hallie. Caitlin calling. But wait, I guess it would be this is Constable Nall's calling, and uh, you've got yourself a violation. <laughs> For being a dick. <laughs> For being a dick. I'm coming to arrest you. We, we, we. Dig a six-foot hole. Because you're going in. 
Goodbye. Will's only response on the phone to Whitney was like, I know, I know. Then it turns out that Annabelle took the phone and then yelled at Whitney, which then Whitney explained just exactly what Will has done, which was up and left. <laughs> so she wants that. to apologize because she realizes that Whitney is in the right. She had also told Will that Fern is in the city and if he wants to make things right, she's here. So go and make things right, essentially. Um, Annabelle explains that she is there to defend his honor um, and that he had approached your he had approached her mom, which is also a new discovery. And also, why does he keep lying to her about this? Why? That's anyway. not cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, and then at that point, Annabelle realized that you are the girl. Fern is the girl from 10 years ago, and he's pretty well obsessed with her. Annabelle had told Will that she was pregnant, which was the fight that the dad and her had was over him finding a pregnancy, a positive pregnancy test. 10 years ago, yeah. Uh, 10 oh, years ago, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, and she's like also there's more to this story that you don't know and it's that when Sophia oh sorry that explains pretty much all of why Will abandon everything has become a part of Sophia's life blah 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 <laughs> there's more that you need to know and that is that Will went into a deep depression when Sophia was born because he believed that he was just like her, a.k.a. their mother. Um, so then he gave up everything um, to help them. Um, and this summer, she has changed that. Fern has changed that. Um, for once, he sound, sounded so alive. Um, and then he... Um, got mad at himself when Sophia got sick and it was like he thought it was like a sign that he's not supposed to be happy um and also he's never going to apologize because you've told him not to essentially he won't reach out to you um but also here's our address i'm not going to be home tomorrow night and sophia's with her dad so here's our address i kind of like her mm -hmm. though she did make a comment saying like you shouldn't have um, unloaded like that on him while Sophia was sick in the hospital and I'm like Bill like she's in the hospital she's in the right spot um yes. you should have probably at least called or answered something being like sorry big emergency send a fucking text where yes. did you go sorry big emergency had to leave we'll fill you in later and then texted later don't be a fucking dick he made it anyways fucking anyways. he definitely I, dug that hole himself yes yes also learn something new about meningitis <laughs> true <laughs> Fuck. all right chapter 27 so fern is sitting outside will's house she didn't think that she would go but then she started thinking about will worrying that he is like his mother and that kind of got to her in her little heart because she knows that he's not she thinks that maybe he couldn't tell her the full truth not that he was lying to her. Although I will say, personally, I do believe that, like, omission of the truth is a lie. This Same. is, like, my own 
kind of personal same I feel like you know he started opening up about it like leaving little hints why not just like say just say there are some things like yeah you're because like we do kind of find out what was going on with him and I understand that he might not want to share that fully but he could have said I was struggling with some mental health issues I don't really want to go into them but that's what was going on you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Uh. anyway okay so she's out of the door she's like knock knock he's like opens the door and he looks completely different and he's like what are you doing here I'm there. I'm here so that you can ask me for forgiveness, which I was like, get it, burn, get it, burn. Mm-hmm. And then she hands him the drawing and says she also wants him to explain himself. And he ends up saying that he was there. And she's like, no fucking shit, big boy, Wildo. <laughs> Tell me the Wildo. truth. <laughs> yeah. So they go into his house and they start to talk. Um, she ends up telling him that he looks like roadkill and asks if he hasn't been sleeping because he did shitty things to her. He says no and then says that it's because he's completely in love with her. Cute, I guess. I don't know. He says Whatever he's sorry. <laughs> I know. He says he's sorry and that he regrets not telling her sooner and that he was there 10 years ago. When he saw her, she was beautiful, and he was so depressed, and he felt like such a mess, and he knew what it was like between them, and he just knew that she would call him out on his bullshit. So she was, he was, like, essentially avoiding her because he was avoiding himself, right? For 10 years. For 10 years. That's a long fucking time. Um, so he tells her that he wants her in his life. She knows they have a lot to talk about, but Will looks exhausted. The next morning, Fern makes Will her mom's pancakes, which is just like so cute. She ends up handing him a list of what she needs and what it is is a five part plan on how he wins her back. And this is how it goes. One, apologize profusely. Two, be honest. No more secrets. Three, let me help. Four, wear an apron. Always. I mean it. And five, draw me a picture. So they kind of like go through it all and she explains what it all means. And he apologizes to her and explains why he didn't tell her that he offered his help to her mom. I didn't write that down, so I don't know why. Uh, well, you read but it. That's so. good. <laughs> well, yeah, I read it. So that's good. Like, I, like we always say, you heard it here last. You heard it here last. Touche. Thank you for that. He then tells her he takes medication for anxiety and then it can get really bad sometimes. And I was like, yeah, same. Um, She then tells him that he can't keep his family life secret from her anymore and that she wants to be involved in it all. All of it. Sophia asks if she can have some pancakes and he tells her there's someone he wants her to meet and now they are all in love and happy and that's great. <laughs> love and junk love and stuff um okay they're making plans for their long distance relationship she's back at the resort and she's given peter her mom's last journal because she feels like it will help him more than her at this point um she's now joined wit and cam's 
a monthly game night. She spends time with Jamie looking at blueprints for his dream house. She hangs out with Peter in the kitchen. Um, and one day in October, the music plays again, which is really sweet from the kitchen, which is really sweet. Kitchen. <laughs> so Peter. sweet. I want a spinoff about Peter. Yeah, give like, us a book about Peter and Peter's Maggie's love. perspective. Yeah, Peter's perspective when all that shit was going on with Maggie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she's decided her fern has decided to take up guitar lessons and that maybe she'll be brave enough to play at next year's dance. Um, but all in all, even though she's keeping herself busy, she's missing Will. Um, on New Year's, she asks Will to consider moving. Consider, which is very mature. Would you consider living at the resort full time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by May, he moves in. <gasps> um, yes. Um, Annabelle is now staying at his place in Toronto. Um, he obviously worries about them incessantly because it sounds like Annabelle does not really even know how to cook very much. Um, but Girl's that's okay. Learn, though. Come on. Yes, exactly. But that's okay because Will commutes to work once a week in the city, so he sees them. Um, Sophia is uh, also staying with them for a couple of weeks this summer, and she's hired a new chef and has renamed the restaurant Maggie's, which is oh, I love which that. is good. That's good, um, and. That sometimes she goes and sits on the dock and talks to her mom, which is sweet. Um, And it looks like this year is going to be a good year at the resort. Um, So then it is June 14th. um, And this day is a gift. Um, They are paddling and she's made a picnic lunch or brought a picnic lunch. And there's a dice of a dash of there's a dash of spicy swimming. Um, Do they get it on a, in the water? Well, you know, he does that thing with his thumb. You oh, know. right. I was going to say <laughs> parasites. Parasites. Yes. No, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not, not advisable. No. Um, there's some cute lemon tarts from Peter that were included. Um, and then, of course, Will proposes with his grandfather's ring when they get back everybody's waiting for them on the dock and they realize that they're right where they're supposed to be blah 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 love stuff everybody's in love everybody's happy blah that's cute though it's cute Mm -hmm. okay now i got the epi i never get the epi no you don't so it was short and quick and i just wrote some notes because we all know but anyway i wrote oh shit fern started keeping a diary and then omg fern is pregnant and writing to her future kind of like her mom did it's yes. cute it's like she's kind of connected because she doesn't it's have her mom cute. to talk to about this no. so she can like it's really oh. like, mature and cute she's going to tell the baby all about the people that they will meet and even the ones that she won't meet. Mm-hmm. She hopes baby will drink coffee and that they'll go sit on the dock. Cute. That was a cute ending. That's cute. That's really cute. Pretty cute ending. I didn't even consider what I would rate it. Three. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I was thinking, like, yeah, a, a tree. A tree, maybe. 
maybe like 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like, yeah, 3.5 ish. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. I love the Muskoka vibe. I didn't love the dysfunction. Mm-hmm. I didn't love, did you read the author's note? No. Okay. So I read the author's note because I was really stoned and I was just like, didn't, wasn't ready for the book to be over. But um, in the author's note, she explains that after she had her first baby, I think, she experienced a form of OCD. I can't remember exactly what it's called. She wrote it, but it's where you, and she didn't explain it fully, but I think you can get the idea. It's where you have like images and scenarios that play out in your head that involve the baby that's like really bad. Like, really mm. fucked up shit. It just sounds like it's, like, intrusive, fucked up thoughts that you can't control. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, she, that was huge. That was what Will was experiencing after Sophia was born. And so, oh, I feel like okay. reading that added that whole extra layer of, like, why that makes sense. That he mm-hmm. wouldn't feel like he should be meeting with Fern because he he probably thinks that he's like literally fucked up like he probably thinks that he's like going crazy True. because that would yeah. be next level you know what i mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i've never experienced something to that extreme um right but like yeah. it does sound awful so yeah i didn't like how i had to read the author's note to figure out the actual valid reason for will not showing up <laughs> true true yes uh, yeah even but the last oh go ahead still though uh, my only thing would be like would you think that even though like after like 10 years is a long time like why not five years or be like hey so I do yeah I do agree I do think that it could have been like a shorter and like if Annabelle found her then I'm sure Will could Google her too like and find her and be like hey I know this was fucked up, but hey, this is what's going on. I Communication. Definitely could have, definitely could have you ended know. differently. But then we wouldn't have a book. <laughs> True. That had some roller coasters. I don't know. It was good. The last quarter I couldn't put down. Yeah. I just fucking yes. read it all in one sitting because I was like, yeah. what happened? Well, well, yes. Same. Okay. Okay. We'll, well see you bye. soon. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.